This is the Tuesday, September 28th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action tonight. So settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes or less with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Folgerman, Anita Marks with you again on a Tuesday. And Monday Night Football, I guess a little bit of a mixed bag. I thought the Eagles might keep it closer, but Cowboy fans, Anita, got to be feeling good after what they saw. They got to be feeling great. I mean, that defense with all those injured players, they showed up big time last night. I don't know what the Eagles were doing. I think they abandoned the run too soon. Um, you know, as we know, if you listen to our podcast yesterday, my play was the Eagles getting the points. I used them in a two team, six point teaser. I broke even with all my prop bets that hit, but nonetheless, boy, this Dallas team is, uh, is right now I would look and see what the odds are for them to win the NFC East, because for sure they're the best team in that division right now, Tyler. I agree with that wholeheartedly, especially with the way. Um, Washington, New York, and Philly have looked. As we look ahead to week four, anything standing out to you on the board early in the week, Anita? Yeah, so there are three lines on the board right now that I feel, hashtag, you know what I'm going to say here, run, don't walk, Tyler. Hmm. Uh, And one is, and since I know both of us are really good golfers, I'm about a seven iron, a a DeChambeau seven iron from the Giants facility. I know this Giants team really well, and they are god-awful. Okay, so now they have to head to New Orleans and take on a Saints team that's back in their home stadium, the Superdome, after that hurricane hit. Folks might not be aware of this. The Saints defense, one of the best in the NFL. All right, they're up there with the Carolina Panthers. It's a huge surprise. So right now you get the Saints at seven. I do believe that this line will be probably seven and a half at kickoff. So I like the Saints right now at seven. Another one. Give me Seattle with the better quarterback and the points going up against San Francisco after that very disappointing loss to the Green Bay Packers. So I like Seattle getting the points at three. And last but not least, man, the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, come on, dude, should have retired last year. They've got a ton of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Now on the offensive side of the ball as well. I love this Packers team minus six and a half. I know there was a lot of talk and negativity around Aaron Rodgers when the season started. They didn't look good in week one. But boy, have they brought it together. So Packers minus six and a half, Seattle plus three, and the Saints at minus seven. Those are the lines that I'm on right now. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling uh, your uh, desire to wager on the Saints there at uh, the Superdome uh, and the way that the uh, uh, Giants have looked so far. No good. Carolina, uh, and I think a good spot coming off the long week of rest. Dallas getting a short week. Sandwiched in between that matchup with Philly where they're coming off the emotional high and then the week after. Um, they get the New York Giants, another division game. So it's definitely a sandwich spot, I think, for Dallas and, and Carolina getting four points the way they've looked uh, is something that I like. Uh, as we spin it forward to today in Major League Baseball, we got a busy card. It was light on Monday as they didn't want to compete with Monday Night Football. Um, I'll go ahead and offer up a few plays that I like. My St. Louis Cardinals going for their 17th straight win, Anita, and their underdogs at home against the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, Brandon Woodruff is a great pitcher, but the Cards have their ace, 39-year-old Adam Wainwright on the bump. He's been awesome at Bush Stadium. Uh, Woodruff is a very good pitcher, but the Cardinals just swept Milwaukee four games in Milwaukee last week. Now they're trying to keep this mojo going as underdogs, plus 105. I mean, I don't know how you can't bet them. Again, if they were favored, maybe you'd think about it, but as underdogs, I think plus 105 is a uh, reasonable bet. I also like the under in that game. It's seven runs, which is low. But Woodruff's a really good pitcher. 
The Cardinals lineup, even though they're hitting the ball well, has some holes in it at times. And uh, Adam Wainwright's been just downright awesome at home. So uh, that game, I like the Cardinals side on the money line. I like the under as well. One more I'll mention is uh, Colorado. And I've been playing a lot of unders at Coors Field, which seems counterintuitive. But today I'm going to go over 11 and a half because both Washington and the Colorado Rockies are throwing a lefty. And Washington has the best, one of the best offenses in Major League Baseball against left-handed pitching. The lefty that the Nationals are throwing is Patrick Corbin, who's been awful all year long. So I think that Rockies lineup, which is better against lefties than righties, can do some damage as well. So uh, it's been a lot of unders for me late in the season at Coors Field. Today I'm going to go over 11.5 because of the pitching matchup between the Rockies and the Nats. Uh, For me, I'm going to jump on your cards, and I'm going to go run line at 2-1. to Keep in mind, uh, their previous series against Milwaukee, uh, they swept them in three of the four. They won by more than two runs. So I'm with you on the Cardinals, and that's going to be a fun game to watch tonight for sure. Two others, I'm staying in the AL East, and that's the Red Sox. Chris Sale in uh, in Charm City is what we like to call Baltimore. I lived there for three years. I know Baltimore, the Orioles, their lineup good against left-handed pitchers, but Zimmerman, his last start was June 13th. This is a Red Sox team coming off a sweep, getting swept, I should say, by the Yankees. And they know, man, their, their, their postseason future um, odds are, uh, are really in their hands uh, against a, a very poor Orioles team. So I like the Red Sox um, today. And last but not least, um, what about Toronto on the money line? You've got the Yankees. They're riding high right now. They've won six straight. They're coming in hot. But um, Talon... Um, he is uh, not good against the Blue Jays. 0-2 with a 6-7-5 ERA. And meanwhile, Jin Ru has been excellent against the Yankees. 2-0 with a 1-8-8 ERA. In fact, his last start, six innings, he only gave up three hits. Do you, you hear about their turtle that travels with them now? His name is Bronxy. <laughs> I have not, but I remember the Angels had the rally monkey. I remember the Cardinals had the rally squirrel. So you're telling me there's a rally turtle now in Major League Baseball. Yes, there's a rally turtle for uh, Cortez. He has a pet turtle, and now the turtle is on the road with them. I was just going to say, turtle or fear the turtle, hell in the shell, kill none from the Maryland Terrapins. But regardless, no, I'm, I'm with the Blue Jays here. I mean, this is a battle for the wild card, and it's going to be fun the next few weeks. All right, finally, Anita, it was NBA Media Day across the nation last uh, yesterday over the last you know couple of 24 hours or so. Uh, the Lakers, obviously, a popular team. Their win total sitting at 51 and a half. And what I've read and what I'm seeing out of this team is I think they're going to attack the regular season with some modicum of intent and purpose. We know LeBron James and Anthony Davis just want to be healthy heading into the postseason. But a guy like Russell Westbrook now, he has no off switch. He goes 100 miles an hour every single game. So I think he'll allow guys like AD and guys like LeBron to pick their spots and he'll still keep them competitive and probably, you know, unless injury actually wrecks this team, one of the top one or two teams in the Western Conference. So um, before AD and LeBron got hurt last season, they were well over, you know, a 70% win percentage, which would easily have them clearing this total in an 82-game schedule. So I like the Lakers going over 51 and a half, uh, mostly motored in the regular season by Russell Westbrook. Interesting. You know, there's a $10,000 bet out there that the that the Lakers will not make it to the postseason and it pays off 160000 well, I'm I just throwing it out there. LeBron and AD I, in bubble wrap. I would make sure whoever made that bet, I would find out if I was Lakers security and make sure they don't 
you're not lurking around corners with baseball bats or something like that. I mean, really, at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're, wager, you're wagering on their health. Because let's be yeah, honest, exactly. they, exactly. they get exactly. injured, it's, it's a repeat from the season. Exactly so really, that's exactly what you're laying you're, you're laying $10,000 that they're not going to stay healthy and they're not going to make it to the postseason. I get yeah, it. That's exactly listen, right. my, my money is on the Nets. Um, and listen, I know 42% of the public money is on the Nets to win the series or, or, or win the championship this year. And why not? You've got three of the best players in the NBA playing together. Same, same thing, though. Same philosophy, right? Like, same thing with them. All three of them stay healthy. I'm sorry. With all due respect to everybody else in the NBA, nobody can beat them. What I do like and why I do like this bet is because the trade of DeAndre Jordan, right? Now, what happened? Mm-hmm. It opened up $47 million uh, for the Nets to kind of dabble with mid-level vets that can come in and play the role that just in case Kyrie has an episode, just in case KD or Harden gets injured, they've got some vets who could come in and at least win some ball games for them that will at least get them into the postseason. I love Aldridge coming back. I like Millsap being a part of this, this roster now. The fact that Bruce Brown stayed with the team was crucial. So I, I, I like the Nets here. Again, I know 42% on them to win the championship. Count me into that percentage. All right, that's it for today. 10 minutes or a little more. The bets you need as promised. Please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. And don't forget to check out Daily Wager on ESPN2 today at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. <laughs>